Josh Barton from Collision of Innocence is here with The Antidote. Good to have you with us, Josh. Hey, good to be here, man. Collision of Innocence is a newcomer. So what about telling us how the band came to be and who's involved? Huh. So I, uh, I actually, I'm the music director at my church and um, over at uh, New Spring. We're in South Carolina here. A friend of mine uh, who actually played in the band as well gave me Randy Elswick's number and said that, hey, this guy's, uh, you know, does all the heavy band stuff that you like and uh, said that they needed a fill-in drummer. And uh, I was pretty busy, so I was, wasn't really thinking a whole lot of it. But he gave him uh, my number and I got a, a random text kind of one thing led to another and we ended up going with uh i'm gonna sit in for recording drums for a song and we kind of do this now they throw something together on scratch track and they say josh do whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> and so it was the most blind uh studio session i have ever walked into in my entire life because i was like i have no idea who these guys are i don't know if i'm even going to a studio um this could be you know, a trap. (laughs) It was a really funny, random kind of thing that came up. And I went in and I did it and I had just had some of the best time in my life. Our uh, audio engineer, who's actually our vocalist as well, uh, Wes Deloach, he's a, uh, somebody that you'll love when you meet and hate by the time you leave, because he will not let you do a mediocre take. He will stop you in the middle of it and say, that wasn't good. Do it again. He tells you what you need to hear, but not what you want. And that's, I think that's where a lot of our quality kind of comes from. I throw something together and he makes it, you know, he turns it into a diamond. I come in and start with a rock. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's how I got in contact with these guys with, uh, Chuck is also one of the dudes in the band. He plays guitar and, um, they all crack jokes cause, uh, me and Wes are the babies. We're, uh, we're in our twenties and they're in their forties and they always like to crack jokes at us and call us the millennials. So we're, we bring the, the youngness back to the band, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and that means you get to help push them around in the wheelchairs when they have to get into the studio? Absolutely. I open the doors for them. I say, oh, hey, let me, let me help you inside, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've wondered about your style. The songs all get into your Christian faith, but why not expand on that and deal with other topics? Um, so a lot of what we're kind of going for and a lot of the reason that I love this project so much and kind of where we are as far as how far we've come with, um, you know, music being able to be streamed anywhere in the world from, you know, an app that you pay 10 bucks a month for, um, is that the, the whole thing about, um, starting the band was to be, you know, a big light in the darkness. I think on our bio, we talk about dark things, um, that are going on in life but also what kind of leads you back, which is the Lord. And um, I think the majority of the reason that we haven't branched out so much to the secular side of things, at least not yet, because we haven't really talked a whole lot on what that's going to be, because we've never actually played a live show yet. We All of our stuff is completely in studio. Um, we've never actually struck a chord in front of a person yet, which is <laughs> which is funny. But yeah, as of right now, that's our whole thing. That's what we're all going for is just, you know, to bring the the good word and, and hope that it, you know, makes a big positive impact in someone's life. Okay, well, let's talk about that faith aspect, because the song Eyes Like Fire is forceful when it says, how long we've waited and anticipated, avenge our transgressors. Our blood, which they've taken, will it be today? We've waited so patiently, a cup of wrathful taste 
for all of humanity. So tell me, is there actually a place in our world for aggressive Christianity? Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing um, nationally for us here in the States is that there's been a big and hefty push for being politically correct. And I say that with my fingers doing the quotations um, because you're always going to find somebody to offend. There's going to be something that you do that offends somebody. And I think a lot of times, especially as a Christian in nowadays, I mean, if you walk, you know, on the wrong side of the street and use your left hand, somebody's going to have a problem with you, right? I mean, it, straight from the Bible, it, you know, you're going to deal with trials and being persecuted. And um, being so absolutely direct and upfront, I think, really weans out the question. Because I've, I've grown up and there will be, you know, Christian bands on these uh, these video shows and things that I watched when I was a teenager. And nothing that they would say would really make me feel like they were a Christian band unless, you know, I really dove into it and understood what they were talking about. So I think a lot of that kind of goes towards, you know, as awful as it sounds, we're probably going to offend people (laughs) to some degree. But at the same time, you know, if we never made anybody but maybe one person happy out of a thousand or even just gave them some sort of hope to grab onto, it was worth every second of the work that we put in and all the hours that we spent shooting these videos, walking up 10 flights of stairs, you know, with drum gear and things like that. That's that's kind of what we're all about. Okay, then who's going to throw the first stone? Is it going to be Christians or non-Christians? Um, that's a good question. I mean, that song specifically, Eyes Like Fire, is actually... Um, it's more focused around um, the book of Revelation, which is, you know, the tribulations and talking about, you know, behold the white horse rider, which is, you know, they're referring to Jesus coming back on a white horse um, and it, out of his mouth is a sharp sword talking about this. This is all analogies and um, mm-hmm. the, the out of his mouth is a sharp sword and it's the word of God, meaning he's going to be speaking on scripture. And um, I think, yeah, I guess that's about all I got with that one. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. Faith also comes out in the song, Took My Place. It speaks about the wonder of Christ's sacrifice. Do you ever question that? I mean, should faith be a mystery? Um, so to an extent, and you know, I might be being a little bit vague, but I think everybody has walked through a hefty place of doubt. Um, I have, you know, personal friends of mine that I... I mean, grew up with or have known for a long time, you know, I would either have played in the church band with or just known. And um, now they're atheists. And I think the biggest thing that really like breaks my heart with that is that you can always come back. The Lord always has his arms open, right? There's there's never going to be a time that you should question if he's coming. You know, he's waiting there as our father to accept us no matter what we do. And I have to kind of wonder, am I going to see, you know, my best friends and these people that I love so much, you know, in heaven whenever, you know, we do end up passing on. So, yeah. You guys have been taking the slow and steady approach with your music. I mean, every few months there's a new single. Why not just take the plunge and go with a full release? Well, so basically the way that it's worked so far is every cent that we get, whether it be from you know, streams on Spotify or views on YouTube, anything along those lines, it immediately gets directly dumped back into the band fund. 
So the band, as far as, you know, and, and donations, we've actually had several very hefty donations from people that really believe in the cause. And um, in reality, we could totally pack up in a, you know, super tight in a 10-passenger van and eat McDonald's and, you know, go on the road for you know, two or three months at a time. And, you know, myself and Chuck and Randy, we all, we all have a family with kids. And um, we're reaching more people with what we have and what we've been doing one song at a time and building up this whole... It's like people are waiting for another single... We get messages all the time, um, all the people that I know really, that are really close to me, they say the same thing. They're like, so when are we going to get that new single, dude? When are we going to see you guys play the first time? When's this, you know, when's it happening? I think it's just that approach has kind of just worked for us, I guess is a good way to put it. Then does the band have plans to turn all those singles into an album? Oh, we're going to keep going until we run out of ideas, and that's probably going to be never. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, talking about those singles, the band has another single that's about to come out called Running Away. Yep. Effectively, it's about running away from God. What's needed to bring the focus back to him? Well, um, I think you could definitely agree and understand that we live in a world that is basically a gigantic distraction. Um, as far as, you know, the media, you know, whenever we turn on our car, what plays on the radio, um, what we see somebody wearing next to us or what somebody says that's close to us. Um, every, every day we, uh, we go out, we're going to face some sort of pull away from, you know, what, what, the, what the main thing is and the main focus is your, you know, your relationship with the Lord. And it's so easy to get into a, a mode of just being habitual and doing things routinistic. Ah, it's another Sunday, I'm going to go to church. It's Monday, got to go to work. It's Tuesday, I got to go to rehearsal for the band. And um, especially whenever you hit these times where you're like, you know, Lord, what's going on in my life? Why can't, why can't I fix my marriage? Or, you know, I'm worried I can't, I'm not going to be a good dad. Why can't I get this great promotion from my work? And, you know, the Bible says that it, the Lord won't give you anything that you can't handle. That's the main thing about it. So when it's not the Lord, you're going to feel an emptiness. And that's kind of what we're looking for is it's it's so easy and there's always open arms um, to come back to. That's that's what we're all about, too. You know, something that I find odd is that in the Christian music scene, there seems to be fewer and fewer hard rock bands. You guys have been getting quite a bit of success on the charts. Do you think that collision of innocence could revitalize the genre? Um, I mean, I would love to see that. It's funny you mentioned that. It's it's a very falling genre. I mean, not just in the Christian side of things, but definitely even in the secular side of things. And um, I hope so, because I grew up listening to this stuff. You know, my favorite bands growing up were Seether, Flyleaf, Red, Breakin' Benjamin, all of these hard rock guys, and not even all of them were Christians, and we almost don't hear from them anymore. And um, it's very odd to hear that same genre being taken out, and even if those guys, same guys are still around, it's not, you know, hard rock anymore. You know, they, they've taken a big turn to one direction, you know, being like super lighter or more mainstreamy, and... Um, I would be ecstatic if we could see a big revival of that genre come back, especially in the Christian music scene, because you're right, it has definitely taken a definite plunge in the past you know, couple of years or so. 
Okay, we're going to pass that crown on to you guys, and you've got to carry it forward. <laughs> well, hey, no problem. We'll just uh, <laughs> no, yeah. We we have all the time in the world. Um, we don't have wife or kids. We'll just go on the road. No problem. We got it covered. <laughs> Listen, Josh, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming to speak with us about Collision of Innocence. Hey, Dave. Thank you so much for having me, man.